Hello, welcome to Inveramble, um, a school podcast by Inverary Academy. Um, this feels a little bit strange. I feel like I'm out of practice doing this. I'm also sitting in a room by myself, flying solo for this episode. But don't worry, Miss Saran and I have not fallen out. I'm looking forward to having her back in the next episode. Lots of things have happened since the last episode. Um, it's always a busy term here at school. Um, we've obviously got the new academic year starting, the new term, and lots of new S1s. Um, the S1s have pretty much led the podcast club recently, um, which is excellent. They've made some excellent contributions. Um, they've come to the club with um, such drive enthusiasm and they all seem to be really really keen so that is really good it's nice to have fresh meat on the team um there's so much to discuss in this episode um we've got the s1 survival guide so we thought with um the s1s kind of taking over the club for this episode that it would be really good for them to give you some information about um what's going on in the school kind of what clubs are available so if anyone's listening and wants to get involved then this is your opportunity to do so I am also going to be joined by Miss Bell at some point in the podcast, um, who is going to chat to us a little bit about the Pitlochry Festival Theatre trip that happened um, just towards the end of last month. That was a really fun day. Um, and then finally, we've also got uh, Mr Fuller, and he's going to chat about a very exciting visit that happened at the school last week. So... I won't leave you with my voice for too long, but um, I'm going to hand over to Amy and Lily, who are here to talk to you about the latest news. So just as a final note for me, I hope you enjoy the episode and yeah, see you later. Hi, my name's Lily. Hi, my name's Amy. And we're going to talk about some of the latest news. A police officer has just been charged with the shooting of Mr. Kababa, age 24, died the day after he was hit by a single gun gunshot fired by a police officer in Streatham Hill on September 5th last year. The car the police officer was driving was followed through South London by an unmarked police car with no lights or sirens. He then turned into Kirkstall Gardens, a narrow residential street. There was a collision between the vehicle he was in and the marked police car that was waiting for him at the scene. This was one year ago in September 5th last year. It's been a year since this event happened. Now the police officer has been charged with murder. The American Bully is a modern breed of dog. Lifespan, 8, 8 to 13 years. On Friday the 15th of September, the Prime Minister announced that American Bully will be added to dog breed types banned in the UK by the end of 2023. But the thing is, should we be blaming the owner or the breed of dog? Many Bully dog owners have said that their dog is a loving and kind pet and should not be banned in the UK. Thank, Thank you for, for listening. listening. We're Amy, Amy and Lily. Lily. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. <laughs> Goodbye. My name is Struan and I'm speaking about rights respecting schools. The United Nations Convention on the Rights of Child explains how adults and governments must work together to make sure everyone under the age of 18 can enjoy their rights. As a rights respecting rep, I help the children at St Andrews by explaining their rights. I help my teacher, Miss Gowen, to make PowerPoints to share with other staff. I also do the voiceovers for school videos and assemblies. 
my name is Mr. Voiceover Man. October's article of the month is Article 13. We have the right to freedom of expression. We have the right to find out and share information as long as it is safe to do so. Find out more about children's rights at unicef.org.uk. Hello there, um, it's me, Mr. Fuller, um, History and Modern Studies teacher in Veruri Academy, of course, and I'm just on the podcast just to give a little update um, about some exciting things that happened um, recently at the Academy. So on uh, Saturday the 7th of October, me and a couple of the staff members, along with a whole load of wonderful community um, young people and groups, got together for a very special visit to the Academy. So the Duke of Edinburgh... Um, came along to see us at our school and loads of really exciting groups. It was actually really, really cool. Um, so we were piped in, or rather the Duke was piped in, by Olivia Craig, one of our really talented S6s, and she was really amazing. And he actually spoke to her as well, which is great. Um, so she was super scared. And there were lots of really cool uh, like taekwondo, jiu-jitsu groups, um, and the scouts and guides were here as well. It was really cute seeing all the wee rainbows just like staring up at him. And um, of course, there were some teachers. So Dr. Drysdale, myself, uh, Mrs. McIntosh and Mrs. McFarland were all standing next to the big wigs of the council. Um, and we had to say hello and say how great it was to be working in such um, a community-driven school. And we got to show off some of the things that we do. So not only did he get to meet some teachers, he also got to meet some community groups. Um, and perhaps one of the highlights, actually, was watching him enjoy the Celticad uh, music performance. So that's our Academy's Scottish music group. So it was really nice. They played a couple of pieces, some some really jazz, well, not quite jazzy, but some really folky music pieces. And it was just really cute, actually. He seemed to really enjoy it. And of course, he really enjoyed meeting our Duke of Edinburgh young people as well. So we also got to go and have a look at the St. Andrew's School and the hydrotherapy pool and the bouldering wall. And we were really worried for a few moments that somebody might fall off. And that was really scary. But everyone was fine. So it was absolutely okay. But it was really nice um, for everybody to come together and really showcase what Inveruri is, what we stand for, and how well we all work together in our wonderful new school um, with the community. Hi. I'm Evelyn. I'm Laura. And I'm Maria. And we'll be talking about some of the school news and clubs. So for the Monday clubs, we have Brass Club for music fans and people who play instruments from the brass group, which is 2148 to 210. Youth Club is just relaxing at the youth space with Jenna and Miss Penny. If you're wondering where the youth space is, it's beside the college pillar near the swimming pool, which is on lunch times. Um, Echo Committee is with Miss Cookson Miss and Miss with Miss Smith at lunch times as well. And on Tuesday clubs, we have Code Club for people who like to do Minecraft or making different things on the computers or iPads or anything with on the internet. It is at lunchtime, and the classroom is F31 with Miss Jones. Film Club at lunch times with Miss Elric at S12, where you can watch fun and exciting movies slash films. Hi, I'll be talking about Wednesday clubs. So firstly, this podcast club where we have the wonderful King of English, drumroll please, Mr. Simpson and Miss Saran. You can find him at his own classroom, SO7, where you can make songs and interview people. Film Club is also on Wednesday and has become so popular that there is 
is the second one created just for Star Wars. You can watch different films with Miss Elric at lunchtimes. So on Thursday clubs, we have chess club at lunchtimes in S22 with Mr. Fuller to do chess stuff. The concert banner is at 12.45 to 1.20 p.m. at F24 of the music department to rehearse the music songs. Craft club is at lunchtimes at the library to craft amazing things with Miss Gray. And then we have Friday clubs. First, we have LGBTQ plus group, which is at lunchtimes in S11 or S12 with Miss Addison, Miss Saran, Miss Fuller and Miss Susie. Next is the scripture union at lunchtimes in F22 with Dr. Tiesman and Mr. Smith. Okay. Hello. So I am joined with Miss Bell. Hello. Um, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. This is you? your first time on the podcast, isn't it? It is. I'm very nervous. <laughs> Don't be. It's fine. <laughs> Um, I'll let you behind the curtain. She's been stressed, <laughs> shaking in her boots. Um, <laughs> it's funny that when you put a microphone in the middle of two people, they start to get really worried. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we are here to talk to you about the trip that we have just been on um, to Pit Lockery, sunny Pit Lockery. All of us, what, two hour drive? Just about, yeah. Two hour drive. Um, it was good fun, wasn't it? It was a great day. Out. Yeah, so it's, it's your higher class. So I'll let you take the lead on this discussion, oh dear. <laughs> which is dreading. Um, why don't you talk about why we went? Well, so my higher class, um, we are studying a street cranium desire as one of our texts for um, for the higher qualification. Um, and I thought as a drama text it would be an excellent opportunity to see it performed live because the whole purpose of a drama text is to be performed not necessarily just to be read um, so I saw in June that the Pitlockery Festival Theatre was putting on a production of the play um, and gathered the troops and found out who would be interested and luckily a good number of them were so we went last Saturday um, took our bus down and so it performed and it was wonderful it's quite impressive that your higher class were so keen to come on a saturday i know, <laughs> committed, to, I know. committed to their studies yeah. but no it was quite nice to be at the pitlockery festival theater i see a lot of theater um and it's interesting to finally be there because they do quite a lot don't they they had quite a lot of shows on offer at the same time i, think so. I believe the cast rotate as well they do different mm -hmm. shows every couple of months so yeah it's very fun so we saw a streetcar named desire mm -hmm. and it was excellent wasn't it it's a show that i've never seen before mm -hmm. a play i've never studied so brand new to it me was, yeah. um so for those who don't know um the play was written by tennessee williams um and it's set in kind of post-war southern america you've got three main characters you've got stella stanley and blanche um blanche and stella are sisters and stanley is stella's husband so if you're still following stanley and stella um live in new or new orleans um, and they're living their happy life together when Blanche turns up somewhat unannounced um, and in a bit of a state. Um, so Blanche stays with them for a while and we soon learn that Blanche and Stella have come from a wealthy family and have lost all of this wealth and inheritance due to deaths in the family and difficulties after the war. Um, Blanche as a result is really struggling with her kind of fall from grace and living in this kind of working class environment that Stella and Stanley have found themselves in. Blanche was very good wasn't she? She was from Shetland. She was yeah <laughs> so the actress she was from the show Shetland. The show Shetland. Shetland it took me a while to realise <laughs> that it was the yeah. TV show and not the actual place. Yeah. <laughs> the actress who played Blanche she was excellent. All the actors are really good but Blanche is quite a tricky character I think to play because she is quite unhinged and she does have the, these kind of 
two sides to her personality of being quite composed and quite upper class on the one hand but then also she is losing her grip on reality and really struggling mentally with the loss of all of her family's wealth and inheritance um so as the play progresses you have kind of issues arise between Blanche and Stanley in particular because they're both kind of fighting for Stella's attention Stanley is Stella's husband and Blanche is her sister um both really want to kind of be the, the important people in her lives um and so Stella's in this really difficult position all the way throughout the play the rift between Blanche and Stanley continues and kind of climaxes in a difficult scene to watch I think for everyone mm-hmm. isn't it it's a really Absolutely. tense scene yeah, it was it was an excellent play, and I'm just glad that we actually got to go and see it because there was a near miss at ten thirty as we were meant to depart. Oh, I know, I know that was very stressful. <laughs> we weren't stressed at all. Um, Not the bus all. just never turned up on time, um, <laughs> so we're waiting with a coachload of higher pupils and no bus to take us there. Everyone but everyone was very calm. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was calm, yeah. but we got there and we had plenty of time to sit by the yeah, river. Um, and Miss Bell tried to have her sandwiches, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of the wasps. Yeah, um, plenty of time for fun and games, though. Mm-hmm. Even though we were on the bus for four hours that day yeah. and seeing the play, yeah. quite quite a long day. But it was made all the better by a few jokes. <laughs> oh I think you would agree, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. Pit Lockery, if you didn't know, is what I would say the home of salmon. The home of salmon. <laughs> it's where salmon, the fish, um, are at rife in the rivers. There's a salmon ladder. Um, What's they a jump. Salmon ladder. Well, Mr. I don't really know how to explain a salmon ladder, but. It's like, maybe Google what a salmon ladder is. <laughs> the salmon jump up the ladder to get to the higher parts of the stream. Well, they're swimming upstream, aren't they? So it's quite difficult if they're going over like a dam or a waterfall yeah. or something like that for them to get past. So they need a, a wee bit of human, hu- human help. Miss Bell. Yes. How does a salmon listen to music? How does a salmon li- listen to music, Mr. Simpson? They stream it. <laughs> and I mean, we talk a lot as teachers that smoking is really bad for you. It causes lots of diseases, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what we don't talk about is the fact that it cures salmon. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And with that, I think one we. More, one more. <laughs> one on. more. Um, what kind of nuts do fish eat? I don't know. <laughs> Salmons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. At least I amuse Thank myself. Um, the kids will be scarred, I think, <laughs> for quite a while. <laughs> and so with that, thank you for joining me. It's been fun. It's been lovely. It's been fun. A bit of thank a whirlwind. You. A bit of a chaotic interview, but Always fun nonetheless. Oh, well, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, thank you for coming along. And we'll pass over to the next part. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello, how's everyone doing today? Let's start with our names to get to know us a bit. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Jamie. And we, and, and we are both in Barra and Thainston, and I'll be interviewing Jamie. Okay, Jamie, tell me something about yourself. Um, I really like sports, especially football, golf and Formula One. Interesting. Um, so what are your, um, what's your favourite subject? Um, I like modern studies quite a lot in PE. Okay, uh, like what are your strengths, like what are you good at? Um, well, football and golf, but I really enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what do you think about Inverary Academy? Um, I really enjoy it. Um, it's quite different. Yeah, it is quite big. Yeah. Um, so who's your favourite teacher? Um, there's lots of different teachers that mm-hmm. I that I like to be in the class. 
Um, what were your fears before coming to the academy? Um, just it being really crowded. Uh, um, so what are your first impressions of the school? Um, it's very modern, it's quite big, and the facilities are good. And that is us done for this interview, um, so goodbye, I'm Jimmy. And I'm Jamie. And we'll see you in the next episode. Um, so my name's Miss Smith, and me and Miss Stephen took a group of 12 S3 pupils to the Outward Bound Centre on the 18th of September for five days. Um, Outward Bound is basically a residential field centre, a residential outdoor centre that focuses on building resilience and pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. Um, we left on the Monday morning with 12 pupils um, and we drove to Fort William or Log Eel, which is in Fort William. And we did our first activity, which was the jog and dip. So it's basically when you um, run into lock and you swim up a little bit or you do, like, do it to whatever your level is of wanting to get wet and cold, basically. Um, the people who were selected for the trip were um, had to do an application and had to do an interview to get selected because we only took 12 people from the SC group and all the people who were selected performed really well in their applications and in their interviews. They also... Um, had to make this. Had to really want to go because it was tough competition to get a space. When we arrived after the jog and dip, they did a lot of team building activities, and then on uh, and every night they slept in kind of um little rooms with like they had their own bathrooms. They're all really warm, and the heating was always roasting. Um, and everyone said the rooms were really nice. The food was also excellent, so we got like dinner every night, like good dinner every night with pudding and like a full proper breakfast, so it could be pancakes or a full cooked breakfast in the morning. And we also got a lunch, pet lunch every day, which we always had plenty of food. Then the second day, we went scrambling. So that's when you go um, kind of off path in rural areas. So we're in Glen Nevis, which is at the foot of Ben Nevis. It's a U-shaped valley created by glaciers. Um, and... Uh, through that, you kind of climb up some really steep rocks, uh, rocks, and you use each other to help, like each other up the the rocks, basically. And um, uh, each person in the group took turns to lead the um group for a while. Uh, we also took part in various activities like gorge walking, um, zip lining, and uh, rowing as well on on the lock next to the center. Um, and we also we did a re- like an outdoor expedition so we stayed overnight um in the wilderness so we were meant to be staying in tents so we had to carry all our stuff with us including me and miss steven and it was raining a lot and the kids did really well i was very proud of all of them but we ended up getting to our campsite and it was so wet that we had to stay in a bothy you know a bothy is like a house that's been left for people to refuge from the weather so that was an experience. It's the first time I've stayed in a bothy. Not many people can say they've stayed in a bothy. Um, and I was really proud of all the pupils. It was really hard for some of them to do this. And they really pushed themselves. And I was really proud when we all woke up in the morning. All 12 of us made it, which was amazing. Um, my favourite story from the week has to be Miss Stephen. We're standing there doing the scrambling in Glen Nevis and the rain is lashing down. We're soaked to the bone even though we have full waterproofs on and she just starts singing uh, Umbrella by Rihanna and then we just have a great sing-along. Everyone's spirits get lifted and we have to have a great time and no matter what the weather was, everyone was so positive 
and built so much resilience. I'm so proud of them. Um, we're running, hopefully going to run this trip in the future for the next year's S3s, but we're going to run a shorter version in January for all S2s. Most people who have indicated like to come have, are, are fully paid up and ready to go, but if you would like to come and you're an S2, please let me or Miss Stephen or Mrs Hutcherson know. Um, it was a great experience and it really helped everyone that, that went and it pushed me and Miss Stephen out of our comfort zones as well. So if you'd like to go, just come see me. Thanks. Hello, we are the school captains. Uh, here today we have Aaron. And Rachel. And we're going to be talking to you about the role and what it involves. So, our role is a leadership role. Um, we work quite closely with the SLT for organising events and we're kind of here to improve the daily running in and out of school. The second half of our role involves recognition of people's voice. So if you have any problems and you want somebody to speak to, then we're open and would love to discuss it with you. You can approach us in the corridors. We're easily identifiable with our cool ties and we would always love to help. So a lot of you might be wondering how we became school captains. So for the years to come, we're gonna lay it out and tell you how it happens. So for us, it was a carousel interview. So this means that there was, I think six people from around the school. This involves SLT, various teachers. We even had one of last year's captains come to interview us. And we'd go from station to station answering various questions. It was a pretty rigorous process with many, many applicants. It was quite a tough competition, but I think we're happy that they put together a team that works quite well together. There's six of us and we all work, I'd say, fairly well. The six selected are Rachel, Rona, Lucy, Lucy Jake, Polly, <laughs> me. So Aaron, what have we done so far? Up until now, our main role has been planning the school year with, key, with exciting activities and key events such as the award ceremony taking place later in the year. Previously, we have given tours to the wider community and business to increase school networking. So, what are we planning to do this year, Rachel? So, this year, the captains are working with the Rights Respecting Group and various committees. We're planning to work closely with the Charities Committee for the Shoebox Appeal coming early November. Keep an eye out, we'd love your help. School-wise, we plan to brighten up the school and we'd like to add more recognition to wider achievements. We want to get an insight into every student's personal life and celebrate the aspects that we don't see in their school life. We're planning to create boards around the school where your wider achievement can be represented to everyone. So if you have a passion or achievement you're really proud of, then we'd love to hear about it and get the recognition you deserve. So to round off, thank you for listening to our PowerPoint. We will... We have... Um... Aaron, I think you mean podcast. Anyway, we're happy to speak to you in the corridors. And we'll hopefully see you on the next episode. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, that was really fun, a really fun episode to put together. And it's always good to, to chat to new pupils, not just in S1, but across the school and also teachers who have never been involved with the podcast before. It's excellent to have them on. So a big thank you to everyone who gave up their time to join us for this episode. Just to sign off properly, I hope everyone has a lovely holiday. Um, looking forward to what term two brings and the lead up to Christmas. We've got some very exciting things in the pipeline about what Inverramble are going to be releasing. So please stay tuned. Um, I feel like such an influencer when I say this, so kind of 
listen to this half-heartedly but um like and subscribe <laughs> always helps us especially these subscriptions it means that you guys get episodes straight to your phone as and when they're uploaded so we have been overwhelmed by the kindness and support that we've received on this podcast journey so again a big thank you to you all and have a lovely october holidays